Welcome to the fattest girl in the room. This is a podcast about being a fat girl in a not so fat friendly world. Hi guys. Welcome back to the fattest girl in the room. Um, <laughs> I just said that so weird. I'm so sorry. I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to introing things. You should go listen to Lady Dick's podcast because almost every time it's like, WTF girl, what are you doing? Um, I'm just so in any case, uh, this podcast is called The Fattest Girl in the Room, and I am Tay. And I am currently the fattest girl in the room. Uh, yeah, I'm in my closet again, guys. <laughs> so I'm both the fattest and the skinniest. So I'm basically living the good life in my closet on the floor. I need like a chair in here or something, like a podcasting chair. Not sure it would fit though. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so if you are back this week, uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with me. Um, it obviously means that you liked the soapbox episode because I've labeled this one soapbox as well. So you already know what's coming up. You already know that you're going to spend the next like 20 minutes listening to me drone on about something. So if you are back and you're listening, chances are you liked it in the first place. So awesome. Um, so glad to have you. If you didn't like it, by the way, these soapbox episodes are really, I'm calling them like tester episodes right now. I recorded like six up front and um, I just want to know if people like them and if we don't like them, if I don't see um, a lot of uptake on them. I think you guys all really like the interviews, but if you don't like the soapboxes, that's okay. Um, I kind of like doing them, uh, which I feel like makes me really conceited man, I have a problem with feeling like I'm conceited. Um, but I am doing them because I think it's a really great place for me to tell some stories and to just kind of give you some insights into how I feel. Because I think a lot of people feel the exact same way that I do. And a lot of the times we just don't acknowledge it. And so today we are going to talk about um, being enough. Yay. It's a lovely little, I don't really have any funny stories to go on this. Hopefully I'll talk and I'll think of something. Um, yeah, I guess I know what I'll tell you. Okay. So, um, being a fat woman makes you feel really awful. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this. If you're fat, you know that this is true. And if you're not fat, there's probably something that just makes you feel really like that you think just makes you feel less of an individual or just makes you not even feel less of an individual, but it makes you less of an individual. You, you just feel like that is the case. Um, and for me, that has obviously always been my weight. There's a few other things that make me feel... I don't know, awkward, I guess is the way to put it, but my weight is like the biggest one. I, it just makes me feel like I'm less attractive and I always do things like I will tell myself that I'll do that like 
pictures. Pictures are a great example. I run a business online and until recently, you couldn't find a picture of me that was taken, you know, before or after like 2017. Like I just, I don't like to be in front of the camera because every time someone takes a picture of me and I look at it, I think, holy shit, girl, you are fat. Your face looks awful. You have 16 chins. And is that like a fat roll on the side there? Like I look at a picture. I have this picture my grandmother gave me for Christmas. She framed these beautiful pictures from when we were in uh, Ixtapa, Mexico in 2019. We went as a family and we took this beautiful picture on the beach. And every time I look at it, like it actually is sitting so bad face down on my shelf. No, it's not sitting face down because I kept it. It's sitting like backwards on my shelf because I don't like to look at it because in the picture, I look really fat. And it's so sad to me that I look at that picture and that's what I think of. I don't think of how much fun we were having in Extapa or what we were doing at that point in time. I just look at the picture and I think, man, girl, like you let yourself go. First of all, just for the record, I don't look anything different than... I did like two or three years ago. I look kind of the exact same. I look different from high school. Um, actually, in comparison from high school, I look like a skinny bitch man. Um, <laughs> I wasn't, by the way. I think it was still a 12 in high school, which, by the way, is plus size um, or is considered plus size in most stores. Um, but compared to what I look like now, when I think I wear, like I was wearing like a 12 and I think my grad dress, I'd have to go look cause my mom actually has it. <laughs> so I, so <laughs> let's talk about my grad dress for a second. So I think my grad dress was, I honestly think it was a size 12. Um, and I was, uh, I had a roll this uh, roll is like a, is a loose term. I was working on this TV show late last year and we were doing this grand, um, let's just call it a ball scene. I don't really know what it would have been. Just like, I don't know, this fancy ball type thing. And everyone had to wear something really fancy. And I was, it was just a background extra. So don't get excited. I'm not like on any TV shows or anything, um, in any capacity that you could actually see my face. So everyone had to wear this like fancy, like where we just had to look fancy obviously we're at this dance thing and um so and I didn't have anything because I'm not like a person who has dresses I have and part of the restriction was you can't wear black you can't wear white and you couldn't wear red <laughs> which for the record all three of the fancier pieces of or blue that was the other one so there's four colors no red no black no white and no blue and any piece of clothing that I have that's like of the fancier variety was in those <laughs> four colors like I've got this beautiful lace top dress with like a blue and white polka dot um skirt on it and it's about knee length so it wasn't quite what I was looking for but it would have worked and I have like a bold like red jumpsuit and I have a black knee length dress in lace like just you know everything that I own is in these colors and so I 
Um, if you've ever been a TV show extra, if you've ever done anything like that, um, you'll know that the timing for it is usually really like last minute. And so I didn't have a lot of time to gather this outfit. And so I um, was toying with like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to wear? I like literally had nothing and um, nothing that would suit them. But I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to bring this stuff and whatever. And oftentimes they'll have like extra costumes. But because I fit into like a size 18, um, they don't, they don't usually keep like size 18 ball gowns around. I don't know. Weird. Right. Um, and so I was like, I was like, okay, well, what am I going to wear? And my mom was like, well, we have your grad dress and I will post a picture. You can go to, um, my Instagram or the blog post for this. Um, and you can see a picture of my grad dress. It was beautiful. It was this gorgeous, um, dress that was styled, uh, like kind of, I think it was like 50 style. Anyway, just a gorgeous, gorgeous dress. And so she, my mom was like, we have your grad dress if you want to try to wear it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Guy, I haven't gained that much weight since high school. Uh, spoiler alert, I have. Um, and so I was going down to my mom's house and I was just going to visit them for the weekend. They live about you know, um, an hour and a half away from where I do. And so I go and visit them. And I was, uh, me and my sister were both going down mostly to eat my mom's food <laughs> and hang out with her and, um, my dad who mostly just golfs were there anyway. So, um, and <laughs> I, okay, so I got there and my mom had already pulled out this grad dress. <laughs> which if you can't tell is 100% not going to fit. And so I took it into the bathroom and I managed to like, oh my God, this is so bad. So I, it, it's like got a skinny top on it and then the skirt kind of like fans out, but there's no like crinoline or anything like that. It's just like a dress with like a tight top, like kind of like one of those mermaid tops. But then it has a skirt, not one of the, not one of the tight skirts. And so I, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I knew it was going to be a tight fit. And so I decided that I would put it over my head and pull it down. And <laughs> as you can imagine, this did not go well. Um, I, I couldn't get it on and... I managed to like slither it down my body <laughs> and over my hips. I don't know how I got it over my hips, but I got it over my hips. And um, so it was like on and I'm like peeing myself laughing. And my mom is like, what is going on in there? And I like come out and the back is like gaping open. And my mom's like, well, maybe we could like, pull it together I'm like unless you have like a piece of fabric that we're gonna tie in and make it look like it's supposed to be like that and for the record none of us are clothing artists none of us are designers and I was like it is not gonna work it was way too small for my 
body, obviously, which, and I don't even know why I thought it would fit. I think it was like wishful thinking. Like I hadn't gained a bunch of weight since high school. Like I hadn't went from a size 12 to a size 18, which is a big gap if you're trying to fit into a dress. And so, um, needless to say, (laughs) I did not wear that dress to this uh, filming because obviously it did not fit. Um, I ended up going to, uh, Paddington's, I think. Um, and I think they're, they're a Canadian, um, fat girl clothing store and got this really beautiful and I absolutely love it. Um, jumpsuit and it's like a, Oh God, I got it in Navy. I forgot that. Maybe Navy wasn't on the list. Now I must've just said, fuck it. I like said, screw it, man. I don't even care. Um, no, I must've just said, screw it. Cause I, it's this Navy, um, Navy jumpsuit with like a lace top and, um, uh, what do you call it? Like lace top and shoulder. No, it's just a lace top. There's nothing to do with shoulders, whatever. Anyways, whatever. It's a short sleeve lace top, um, jumpsuit in like a, um, Navy, like a nice Navy. In any case, um, I ended up wearing it and they really liked it. Um, actually the, the, um, the costume girl was like, I love how you, uh, she's like, I love your dress. And I was like, well, actually it's pants. And I obviously like a shoulder and she was like, oh my God, I love it even more. And I was like, and oh, also it has pockets. <laughs> so anyway, whatever. It was beautiful. And I had so much fun on set. Um, however, for whatever reason, I thought I was going to fit into this dress that I obviously was never going to fit into. Like, come on people you're not gonna fit into a dress that you fit into in high school when you're now a size 18 and you were 12 um but I it's wishful thinking right um I wanted to look really good also spoiler alert this dress was like a blue like a royal blue so um, I guess if it would have fit. I would have tried. The reason why I was actually talking to one of the costume girls and she said the reason why they had the color bands is just because kind of everyone would show up with the same color. And so uh, they wanted some variety in the crowd and blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. So it would have been fine. Um, had it been able to fit, which it obviously couldn't, we could have like cut it apart and like tried to sew it back together on me and I could have like lived in the dress <laughs> the next like week. Um, Anyway, it was, it was quite the experience, but it's one of those things that, um, just makes me laugh at myself for the decisions that I make. Anyway, we always, I always feel like this, (laughs) that I, first of all, I like to pretend that I have never changed And second of all, I always feel like I stick out like a sore thumb and I wanted so badly in this, um, set setting because this was really the only time or the second time that I'd ever been on a TV show set. Um, 
so I, I obviously don't want to stick out like a sore thumb and I'm already um honestly honest to god one of the fattest girls in the set room or on the set and so I don't want like I want to look nice and I want to look good and like everyone else um but there's like limitations on my body. In any case, um, fashion I find to be very hard to maintain as a plus size woman just because I've got so limited and I say I got, but we have so limited stores to pick from and that kind of thing. So I, I want to go back to what I was saying at the beginning where I always, because I'm fat, I'm always, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I'm just going to put this off until insert weight here seriously like it's like I'm gonna suddenly magically (laughs) go on a diet even though I hate diets by the way I don't do them I think they're ridiculous I think that's just me um if I'm gonna change something I'm gonna change something for the long term I'm not gonna do a diet um I'm actually currently on trying to just drink a ton of water and so that's like a long life change it's not like I'm gonna drink a ton of water for 30 days and then say screw it give me the pepsi um anyway so I I'm always I'm so bad for saying I'm going to do this but this has to happen first so I am going to and this is the big one for the last little while I've wanted to work. When I was in high school, I wanted to be in film. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to direct. Um, I was really interested in doing film. And then um, it was, I, it was somewhat related to me that it was an unrealistic career expectation for me to be able to do, which is ridiculous. Because quite frankly, I'm a very ambitious individual and I have no problem (laughs) making a job out of literally whatever I want it to be. Um, But at that time, I didn't know that. And So I kind of gave up on that dream. And then when I quit my job, um, when I walked away from my job like two years ago, um, I was like, I'm officially like on my own. I am a freelance writer. I'm making, you know, some money. I don't make amazing money, by the way. So if you're daydreaming about, you know, that seven figure freelance writing career, I don't have it. Um, but, uh, I was like, I've got all this, like I can do, if I want to do something, like now's the time to do it. I don't have any kids. I don't have a significant other. I um, have a dog who most of the time doesn't care. And uh, as long as I feed him, obviously, because let's be realistic. Um, But I have, you know, I just don't have any of those obligations. And now I don't even have like a a normal job that I have to be obligated to do. I can do my writing whenever I want to. um, And whenever I have the time to do it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pursue film. I'm going to do this. Um, And so I I started, I took this writing class. And then I started getting my like tickets to be on set, like my, you know, production assisting and whatever. And then it came time to I really wanted to be a film extra because I wanted some onset experience. I actually love performing. I don't know if you can tell. I <laughs> ran a bunch of podcasts, so it would be weird if I was just not interested in telling stories and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, but I always tell myself I don't want to be an actor, that I don't have. I don't want to be a comedian or whatever, like all these things that I want to do. I always tell myself that I don't want to do them and because I'm, you know, I'm not pretty enough 
or in most cases, 99.9% of the time, I'm too fat to do that. You know, fat girls can't be movie stars or whatever. I don't actually want to be a movie star. Fat girls can't act. Like Fat girls can't be on TV or they can't be in films or they can't whatever. There's so many things that I think in my own mind that fat girls can't do. And I think a lot of the time it's because you don't see them do it. And other times it's because I am convinced that I'm the fat girl that can't do it, even if I see other fat girls doing it. I mean, I think for me, the film one really clicked the first time I saw Rebel Wilson in a film. And I was like, holy shit, she is so much like me. I love her. Like, how how is she brave enough to do that? One day I hope I get to ask her, um how she basically said screw the world and um you know I'm not going to conform to your to your idea who of who I should be um in any case going back to just being a film actor like let alone being Rebel Wilson but um being a film extra and so to do that you need to have an agent you don't actually need to by the way um I've been on a few sets where I didn't uh, where I got myself the job, the agent to get for me. Um, but those are kind of the exceptions to the rules because um, that's usually when they really, really need someone or a large group of people in a short amount of time. In any case, I was like, I want this on set experience because at the very least I want to be a writer. And so I should be on set at least, you know, once in my lifetime. Um, but at the most, like I obviously I love performing. And so I was like, you know, this could be something that I do. Um, that I just enjoy doing. Uh, however, I didn't go get an agent. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I was like, oh, I will go find an agent when I am skinnier. That was my mantra for the last two years. However, somewhere last year, and I don't know what had happened. There's actually been a few jobs in my lifetime that I don't ever remember applying for that I suddenly got somehow. <laughs> and um, my agent is one of them. And so this girl called me up one day and was like, hey, girl, you applied to be a movie extra like six months ago. And I want to know if you still want to do that. And I was like, I don't think I did that. Oh, that doesn't sound like me. I'm not skinny enough. Um, anyway, I ended up going to meet with her. And it was so funny because she was like, no, you're cute AF man and funny AF. So, yeah, there's probably stuff for you anyway, whatever. The whole point of the story is I told myself I wasn't going to do something until I got skinnier. And I do this all the time. I'm like, I'm not going to take pictures of myself. I'm not going to get a professional photographer to come in and take pictures, even though I kind of need them for some stuff. But I'm not going to do that because I'm not skinny enough yet. And I don't know when I think that I'm going to get skinny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's true, though. I don't know when I think that I'm suddenly going to like lose a bunch of weight or here's the the funniest part of this whole thing is I don't really want to lose a bunch of weight. That sounds like a lot of work. And I don't have any problem with myself in my day-to-day -day basis. 
But it's when I go to, you know, take pictures or do something that I suddenly am like, ooh, can't do that yet. I'm not skinny enough to do that. Um, And so I'm constantly delaying things and using weight as my excuse to delay them. And so it's kind of a funny (laughs) thing that um, I happened upon being on set and it's not for lack of me not trying. No, it is for, it is for lack of me not trying, whatever. I tried not to be there (laughs) and I still ended up there because I had wanted to be there, but I keep, I always lie to myself and I'm like, well, I don't really want that. I want something else. And then I'm just saying that I want that. And anyway, I'm so, human beings are complicated, ma'am. We're so frustrating. Um, yeah. <laughs> In any case, I, I'm one of those people that just, I, I'm like, I'm going to do that when I'm skinny. Like, and I don't know when I think I'm getting skinny. I don't, <laughs> in context, I have zero motivation to actually get skinny. I don't actually want to be skinny. I think I'd look awful to be completely honest. Um, I mean, I might not look that bad if I lose a little bit of weight, but that's not the point. Um, I actually think it's so bad to, aim to lose weight. I think that's just like the most terrible exercise goal ever. If you're exercising, do it to be healthy. Don't do it to lose weight. And we could all be a little bit healthier. Like that's a thing. That's just a fact. Um, but God, I don't need to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with the way that I look. Um, I'm actually really cute. I know this. I know there's nothing wrong with me, but I always convince myself that there is. And, um, I guess that story just kind of illustrates that even if you've convinced yourself that you can't do something, you're, you're holding yourself back because of your weight, if it's really something that you should be doing, um, yeah, like, I don't know, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, will find a way to make that happen. And I just think it's so funny because I've seen that a number of times over the past year for myself and I've stopped using or I'm more accurately I'm trying to actively stop using being fat as an excuse to not do something because it's just not fair to myself and it's it's such a cop-out like I'm not going to girl I haven't been to the gym in like a week I hate going to the gym Uh, but I do go, um, and all that kind of stuff, but I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not losing weight anytime soon. I'm not even real. I'm not even aiming to lose weight. I am aiming to be healthy. And if I happen to lose weight, that's cool. It's not a goal of mine though, because I'm so sick and tired of telling myself that I have to be something else and that I have to look a certain way or that I have to wait until I look skinny to do X. Like I have to wait for Y to do X. I think that's so unnecessary and I don't need to be doing it. Um, and so that story just illustrates that, you know what, screw it, man. If you're meant to do something, you'll do it and stop convincing yourself. Note to self, stop convincing yourself that you have to wait until you're skinny. Skinny ain't coming, man. And you look hot. You look damn good, girl. That's my story for today. We're over our 20 minute mark. And I will stop boring you (laughs) with bad stories about grad dresses. Um, 
thank you so much for joining me again today. I really do hope that you liked this episode. If you like the soapbox soapbox episodes, uh, let me know. Please do um, rate and review the podcast on whatever app you're on. You know whether you're on. I don't know, iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. Um, If you do that, it helps other people find me. I don't actually care. And I actually can't read a lot of the ones from other countries, mostly just because I didn't set it up on this podcast yet. I might set it up in the future, but I didn't. um, I didn't set it up because people just say really mean things. God, we get so many mean ones from the Lady Dicks. And so I didn't set it up, but, um, if you do want me to see your review, just take a picture and send it to me. I'm totally cool with that. Um, if you have a story that you think that you want to share with me on the podcast, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about this, I'm obviously super open to it. But if you don't want to talk about it, if you, for whatever reason, just don't feel comfortable about it, but you still think you'd like other people to, uh, hear it, um, please write it down and email it to me. If you email, um, fatgirlpod at hellotay.com. You can find that link in the show notes. Um, I will be more than happy to read out your story. Um, if you have questions or anything like that, you can uh, flip them to that email. I'm super, super, super happy uh, to get emails. I, I'm actually such like an email addict. Uh, <laughs> I love reading emails, so please send them to me. Um, yeah, and I really want to hear your story. So if, even if you're not comfortable, if you just want to tell me your story, um, you can tell me not to share it, or you can ask me to share it anonymously. Or you can ask me to just use your first name. I would actually never put your last name in a podcast unless you were a guest and there was a specific reason why you were doing it. Um, but yeah, so please email me, um, rate and review the podcast. Um, join me for the next episode. The next one that will come up after this will be a community episode. We will be interviewing someone. I'm not telling you how I'm interviewing these podcasts, um, mostly because I, I record them and then I put them in order afterwards. So I can't actually guarantee that it would be the person that I think it is right now. I also batch record, just in case you're wondering. If you're ever interested in podcasting, you can go to, um, I run a publication called The Part-Time Podcaster. It's on Medium, and I talk about how I do all of my um, podcasting, um, including like the start to finish of setting up the last podcast that I set up in seven days, which was the... Um, please watch my movie. I set it up in seven days just to see if it could be done. Um, recorded a bunch of episodes. It's a solo cast for if you happen to be a filmmaker, it is for marketing your films. So um, if you just, if you ever are looking interested in learning about podcasting, if you want to start your own podcast, you can find a ton of resources there or you can go to indiearts.co. I have so many more resources Um, I just like to give information away for free for the most part. Most of the time I find that people can't afford services for people like me because I have a ton of student loans and I have to charge really high. Um, That's not true. I choose to charge high. Um, In any case, you can always find resources and stuff. And uh, yeah, join me next week. We'll have another soapbox. We'll have another community episode uh we'll be talking to someone and i will share i'm sure another really embarrassing story i totally even forgot i had that grad story to begin with just funny because it happened a few months ago um so i will see you next week thank you so much for joining me um yeah we'll talk soon ciao